What's up, everyone? Welcome to an extra episode of Live Rounds. Not the live show that we normally do here on the RVD Tito for Life YouTube channel, but we are giving some extra videos out there for our awards of 2021. We're going to do some pro wrestling awards and some MMA awards. It's going to be two separate videos, and you'll be seeing them in the next couple days. But before we get started, as always, wanted to give a shout out to our boys over there at Unkind Esports. Got the link or the uh, the logo rather right above me here. If you're watching this video. And make sure to, to support them. They're helping us out a lot. They got good stuff going on over there. There are a lot of MMA and wrestling fans over there at Unkind. Rob Van Dam's, you know, a big part of Unkind. Obviously, there's there's some big wrestling fans over there. They made it to the FIFA playoffs for their league, and they got big things on the horizon. They're looking for more players for more games. So if you're a gamer, hit them up. I know they're looking for help for their social media. If you're looking to get a foot on the door, with any of this kind of stuff, Unkind Esports uh, might be the place for you. So, so hit them up. The people have been cool as hell to us. And check out their website, unkindesports.com. It's brand new, uh, you know, kind of revamped a lot of their logos, a lot of their stuff lately, and their social media at Unkind Esports. So big shout out to them before we get started here on the show. And Doug, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm excited to, you know, give props to the great matches that happened in 2021. And uh, it's kind of funny, too, because it's hard not to have recency bias when you're thinking about this. And you go back and you're like, oh, yeah, that was in 2021 also. And oh, yeah, that one. So this will be interesting to see uh, what you come up with and what I've come up with. We haven't discussed this at all, really. So it's just going to be what's your match, what's my match, and then we'll talk about honorable mentions or whatever the case may be. Yes. So going to be a lot different, you know, a lot shorter than what you all normally see when we're out here, you know, for two hours, really deep diving on stuff. We just wanted to give you all some extra content. So basically, uh, I mean, we can start right off with match of the year. And this is covering all promotions, by the way. So we're, there's stuff we're going to miss, of course. Let us know in the comments, um, you know, what your what your picks are for all this stuff. And like Doug said, recency bias, that is definitely a thing, too. There might be stuff kind of from the beginning of the year. or Maybe we get confused from, like, the end of last year and stuff. And most of this is going to be pretty much off the top of our heads. Like, you know, I've got a pretty good grasp on the stuff that I want to bring up. But when, like Doug said, we haven't talked about this at all amongst each other, so... We'll see where this goes. We'll start with match of the year. Well, actually, sorry. We'll end with match of the year and wrestler of the year. Those will be like the last the last couple. Um, so you know what? We'll start with an easy one that we'll probably both agree on. Doug, who you got for your promotion of the year for 2021? I mean, hands down, AEW. I don't even think it's close. And I I, I honestly, I have trouble. If I, if I had to do a second promotion, it would be GCW if, if that's what we were going to do. But I, I AEW, it's not even close. Yeah, and yeah, it's definitely AEW for me, and GCW would be number two for me as well. Um, so there we go. For anyone who watches our shows, just go back and listen to pretty much any of our episodes, and you'll know why we're making those choices. Um, I've no, I've only watched WWE pay per view all year for the most part, um, so I don't even have a whole lot that I can even say about that company for this past year, unfortunately. And then the rest of them, they had they had solid years. You know, it's a bummer that Ring of Honor is in the spot that they're in, and Impact has no buzz. But there's a lot of good companies like MLW and and obviously GCW had you know the biggest year they ever had, and all this stuff on IndependentWrestling.tv and you know all this stuff on Fight. I mean, there's been a lot of wrestling, and most of it's been pretty good in my opinion. So good year for the promotions for the most part. Yeah. All right, RIP Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, and, and and not just that. I, if I if I had to do a third one, it would be New Japan. So 
even though they had a really rough year, they did have some pretty awesome matches, especially from like the the first of the year to around April. And then, you know, Osprey won the title, all that stuff. So they had their moments, but then it really scaled back. So unfortunately, I can't give them that. So it's definitely AEW, GCW, New Japan for me. Yeah. Good, good picks. We're on the same, we got the, uh, on the same line of thinking with all of that. Um, the next one we got here, we got breakout star of the year. I'll go first on this one. Now mine's going to be probably a little, I, I I'm thinking kind of more indies on this because for me, a lot of the breakout wrestlers for most people are going to be wrestlers. They didn't really know much about, but they're talking about it from the context of like what they've seen of them on like AEW or WWE or like a major company. But for me, a breakout wrestler is going to be someone on the indies because like by the time they're in AEW or something, I've already seen them for a while in most cases. Um, So my breakout wrestler of the year is Ninja Mac. Um, He went from, I mean, he went from unknown to one of the top guys in all of Game Changer Wrestling within this past year. And he's innovative. He's changing the game. And he's just ultra over and brings something totally different to the table than most people. Half the time he wears a mask, half the time he doesn't. Half the time he's Ninja F Mac, then he's Kamikaze Mac. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's, he's telling people to, to play poker with them, want to make a bet. I mean, none of it makes any sense, but the dude goes out there and has incredible matches and he's my breakout wrestler of the year. What about you, Doug? That's nice. That's a good one. I'm going to feel bad not picking him, but he's not my pick. Um, my actual pick is Dante Martin. I feel like that he just was kind of the tag team guy. He kind of had a little bit of buzz with the tag team. And then when his brother got injured, he just really took off and it just kept growing and growing and it was all natural, like nothing overly pushed. He did it all on his own and just people wanted to keep seeing him more and more. And he just keeps working his way up to that, that type of scene. Um, And my runner up, I was fighting between these two was Daniel Garcia, Daniel Garcia. um, Never really heard of him at all last year or like this year until like the beginning of like WrestleMania weekend and then, you know, he actually started going to AEW, actually got to wrestle CM Punk, which is wild, actually got to wrestle Sting in a tag match. Um, just a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that it, Dante Martin, Daniel Garcia for me. Yeah, so, like, last year when I did these awards, I, Daniel Garcia got a lot of those kind of awards for me for last year. But I yeah. think he'll get a lot of them this year because he, like, really did blow up even more this year. And then, of course, the AEW run, like, I think he'll be he'll probably win that on a lot of people's list because they'll be basing it a lot on the AEW exposure. Um, yep. So yeah, I'm I'm all for all for that. Um, just some other honorable mentions I'll throw out there. Hoodfoot, who I know you're going to get to see for the first time soon uh, against Alex yep. Stallone, but he's he's on my list, especially for indie guys. Um, some other indie guys that really broke out this year: Marcus Mathers. Um, he was the number one contender for that WTV championship. He's only like 17 years old or something. Um, Alex Kane, uh, made a big leap, uh, especially with MLW. I think he's doing really good things and, and he's their open weight champion out of his Kogar getting under the, out of the shadow of Ricky Shane page and becoming one of the top guys of GCW and Dan Housen, I'll throw out there too, for like, just cause he's gotten ultra popular in the last year and he got all that, that exposure with ring of honor. And now Tony Khan's talking about him and stuff. And he's been wrestling for a long time, but I think he had by far the biggest leap he's ever had as far as like popularity over the last year. So, so those, those are some other names I throw out there too, as honorable mentions. 
And if I had to throw any other indies, really, Brian Keith is a huge one for me. He's really starting to take off, getting noticed outside of Texas, which is really good. Um, Dante Leone, I think, is really incredible. Uh, him and Ninja Mac, to me, are like 1A, 1B in, in Texas, especially when they're wrestling in Loco. They're, they're, I really think that they should battle it out for the Loco title. And, uh, yeah, also Jack Cartwheel. Jack Cartwheel super impressed me for a guy that I'd never seen before, just amazing, athletic. He's green. But he continues to get better, and uh, he's another guy that definitely really showed up in 2021. Yes, and Brian Keith is I, – I didn't mean to miss him, but he was on my list as well. He, he could have very easily – he could have very well won this because it's one of those things where, like, on some of these awards that I've been doing, I actually had Brian Keith as my breakout wrestler of the year, but there was other categories that, like, made more sense for Ninja Mac at that. Like, because he's – it was almost like – it's hard to do rookie of the year for wrestling because a lot of these guys have wrestled for a few years before you ever see them on anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like including the indies, like, I don't know how long, um, like, uh, like, uh, Dante Leon, for instance, I don't know how long he's actually been wrestling for. It might be longer than one year. So it's, I can't make him the rookie of the year, but like if I had a category, what I call the new on the radar award, someone I've never heard of at all before. That's yeah. like where, you know, so, we had a lot of overlap there and a lot of talent that I'm glad we shouted out. But Brian Keith definitely, definitely needs to be a name that we talk about for that for sure. Um, next category we've got is let's do uh let's do indie wrestler of the year. We'll do a couple indie awards and then we'll go to the more broader um categories. So specifically indie companies, um, that's pretty much anything kind of like quote unquote GCW and lower basically. Um um indie match of the year. You're first on this one. What is your choice? Uh honestly I, I, I have to do it. It's Nick Gage versus Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, I think that's the the indie match of the year. It had the most buzz. It felt so big at the time. It was two worlds colliding from two different worlds. It was just so much fun. I love that match. I really think that when I think of like the peak of indie wrestling in 2021, it was that match. So that's my match of the year for independent wrestling. That's an awesome choice. Um, I'm going with, so I'm going to, well, I'm going to shout this match out just quickly, but it, I don't think it qualifies, but Walter versus Dragunov too, but that was NXT takeover. So they can't really call that an indie. Um Yeah. Especially that, not now. <laughs> right. But that may be one of the ones that I mentioned, uh, you know, later on in these awards, because that, that was an incredible match. As far as yeah. like strictly indie promotions go, I'm going to say the match of the year was Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia from IWTV 100. They went a full hour draw and it was just yep. some of the best technical wrestling I've, I've seen all year, probably the best technical wrestling. Uh, and you can obviously throw in the Gresham stuff and the Danielson stuff on, on that list, but um, some other honorable mentions for match of the year for the Indies. Um, I don't, would you count impact as, as this or no? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't think no. you can. Yeah. Um, so I won't, I won't throw any impact that we'll say impact pretty much qualifies for, you know, obviously like the overall, match yeah. of the year because they'll be in the contention with like AEW stuff. 
Um, Daniel Garcia versus Merck from SCI Night One, I thought was awesome. That's on IWTV, Scenic City Invitational. I had Nick Gage versus RSP from R Spring Break on mine, uh, where yeah, RSP, you know, Nick Gage finally beat RSP for the title. And then, um, you know, Moxley, you know, making his debut in GCW right after that was huge. And um, any GCW scramble match, I'll throw out there as an honorable mention. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter which one, just choose a show from the last year that has a scramble and I guarantee you'll be entertained by it. What uh, honorable mentions do you have for match of the year for the Indies? Uh, another one is uh, Brian Key versus Mysterious Q at uh, Bosch in New Texas. It was about it was like around June. It was a really good match, and it it ended Mysterious Q's like eighteen month title reign, and that really was like the crowning moment for Brian Keith, and he really took off after that. Another one, check out is Brian Keith versus Davy Richards in New Texas. That was really good. Um, there, there's a lot of really good indie matches that I, that I've just seen so many. It's hard to learn. Uh, AJ Gray versus Brian Keith from GCW Houston was amazing. Um, I really like the War Games match in GCW in Chicago on All Out Weekend, and uh, yeah, those those are those are way up there for me. Yeah, all really solid choices there. Uh, the next award we have would be Indie Wrestler of the Year. Um, I first on this one, I believe, right? So yeah, I'll go with, hmm, I had some names jotted here. I'm going to go, and this is, this is, this can be either gender. This could be a male or a female. And there's so much intergender wrestling that like on the Indies that like, I feel like just one winner for this makes the most sense. Um, right. I'm going to say wrestler of the year for the Indies. I'm going to go AJ Gray. Uh, the oh, West yeah. Coast West Coast Pro Champion, SUP, Bone Storm Champion, wrestles all over the place, massive name in GCW, former GCW champion. He didn't win the title this calendar year, but a guy who's who very well could be a future GCW champion again. Um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say AJ Gray based on like the body of work, all the different companies he wrestles for, and how he just he stays over, has one of the best entrance songs in all of wrestling, in my opinion. Like just when I think indie wrestling right now in 2021, he's one of the first names that comes to mind and he puts on banger after banger in any company he's in and he's always heavily featured. So I'm going to go with AJ Gray. What about you, Doug? That's a good choice. Um, just if, if I'm not doing recency bias and I'm just thinking about the impact overall for the whole year, it's gotta be Nick Gage. I think Nick Gage is the independent wrestler of the year. Um, you know, Got to be able to wrestle Chris Jericho on Dynamite as well. The Cardona feud. He was wrestling Suzuki. I mean, he he was he was wrestling uh, at such a high pace to a lot of death matches, and then it just like really slowed down, and we haven't seen him in months. But if you're gonna go for the full 2021, I think Nick Gage is the Independent Wrestler of the Year. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that choice makes a lot of sense as well. He was definitely on my list. What uh, honorable mentions do you have? And I'll do some of mine. I mean, AJ Gray's up there. I'm, I'm going to go with Effie. I think Effie is definitely one. I think Matt Cardona is one. I, and that's why I think I've really enjoyed their feud. Um, I, we've, we've also talked about the breakout, you know, Ninja Mac. Um, Matthew Justice is huge for me as well. Um, Shout-outs to Allie Catch, too. Allie Catch has had a really good year as well, if you're talking female. Also, Roxy. I don't know if there's a better year for a female wrestler than what Roxy's had. So those are definitely some honorable mentions. Yeah, those are all great ones. 
Um, some others that I'll mention that are pretty much strictly from the Indies. I'll throw Daniel Garcia's name in there because like most of his year was on the Indies, but he's hard to he's hard to like put on these lists one way or the other because he's kind of he was like an indie guy, but now he's a mainstream guy. So like it's it's a little it's tough with him uh, knowing exactly how to place him in this stuff. Um, others that I'll mention, um, I'll mention this just because like. NXT UK isn't going to get a whole lot of love on this show. And it kind of is an indie and it kind of isn't. But I think Ilya Dragunov and Tyler Bate both had great years in NXT UK. Yeah. Um, I'll throw out Alex Hammerstone's name, MLW champion, like yeah. pretty much like unbeatable with the world champion, one to dethrone Fatu. So I'll throw his name out there. Um, you know, Jonathan Gresham, I'll throw out there as well. But yeah. mainly mainly ring of honor but he did a ton with that and he's done some gcw as well and some and some various independent stuff um let's see bandito for kind of the same reasons as john gresham like just had a really good year another one that's in the daniel garcia type category is lee moriarty yeah he was on my list too i, I was definitely yeah. gonna bring him up so lee moriarty and he he's, he's in the same boat like you said where it's like part in part out on like the indies yeah. and the mainstream I had Cardona on there as well. I had Nick Gage on there as well. <clears throat> I'll throw out Minoru Suzuki, even though a lot of that's like New Japan, which I don't really consider an indie, but his run in the U.S. just kind of going all over the place was awesome. Got to give a shout out to Davey Richards as well. He made a huge yep. comeback in 2021, wrestled all over the place. So big shout out to Davey. Absolutely. Joshua Bishop for what he's doing in AIW and they're like really pushing him on G on a JCW now. Like they're having him go out there and beat like three guys at a time and just destroying people. I love it. Um, so those, those would be some honorable mentions on like the male side and just some females I'll throw out there too. I had Roxy on my list. Um, I think Masha Slamovich had a great year and she's looks yeah, like she's going to she have did. an even bigger 2022. Um, Deanna Perrazzo, but that's kind of more that's impact. So like that's, it's hard with, yeah. I'll probably bring her up again at some point during the show. Um, I had Ali Catch on there as an honorable mention. I got Camille as an honorable mention. If you want to count the NWA, just because like uh, she she's been really well protected, kind of like Jade Cargill type scenario with her. Yep. Um, Trisha Dora done great year on the Indies, and someone I got to show some love to because this will definitely get overlooked by most lists. But I'll throw it Sadika as well. Like she had, a, yeah. you know, I mean, you got to throw some love for these deathmatch wrestlers. Like he did. Um, so that's the that. Sadika shout outs to Rachel Rose. Those are two in locals that I think are really, really good. Yes. So I know we just threw out a lot of names at y'all, but we want to get everyone a little recognition that had some big years. So, uh, sure. so yeah, that would be our indie or so just to clarify though, our indie wrestler of the year, I have chosen AJ Gray, and Doug went with Nick Gage. Nick Gage. After that, we've got uh we'll we'll do female wrestler of the year overall, and then male wrestler of the year, and then match of the year. How about that? Sounds so good. we'll start with female wrestler of the year. You're first on this one, Doug. And this this goes across every company. This is gonna include AEW WWE impact all these companies have kind of been tiptoeing around with the indie stuff this includes everything everybody female wrestler of the year dmd Britt baker i just i think she's the she's the number one wrestler this year she won the title this year she had some really big moments she headlined the first rampage she's um 
feel like she might be kind of losing some momentum at this point, but if you're going to go through overall year, I don't think there's anybody female wise that had a bigger year than Britt Baker. Yeah, she's, I'm going to go a little, I, I want to choose Britt and there's a really good case for Britt and she probably should win this award, but I'm going to go with Deanna Perrazzo. Um, yeah. You know, huge sure. year in impact, won the Rana de Ranis title in AAA as well. Um, yep. Put on consistently solid matches all year against everybody that she wrestled. And I think she's going to have a really big 2022 as well. So I'll go Deanna Perrazzo, um as my pick for overall female wrestler of the year. Um, I'll give some shout outs to some of the women that I always love watching. You know, like Charlotte Flair is always going to be a name that I'm going to bring up. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the WWE stuff, but what I have, Charlotte continues to kill it, in my opinion. Um Mickey James had a really good year with the NWA and with Impact. Um, Thunder Rosa. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thunder Rosa. Serena Deeb, even though she was hurt a lot of the year. like Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I'll give a shout-out to Jade Cargill. Definitely not the wrestler of the year, but, like, I think this time next year we could be talking about her in that conversation potentially. Like, she's going to get a she, massive push. She could be in that breakout of the year type wrestler right in that category. So she's she's definitely shown up. Um, I give shout out to Bianca Belair. That was a huge moment at WrestleMania, yep. star making moment for her. So I give that to her. And then I also think Becky has definitely dominated since coming back from SummerSlam. So put Becky Lynch back in there. Um, and and yeah, we'll see what else happens. Oh yeah, good stuff. After that, we have our male wrestler of the year. This covers all promotions once again, just like the last award of ours did. Doug, you're first on this one. Who is your male wrestler of the year? The belt collector, Kenny Omega. I just think that, that this is his year. This was his year. Um, he went through, a, did a ton of stuff with Impact, wrestled a lot on Dynamite, defended the title a lot. He got the AAA title as well. I just, he, he, he delivered a lot of great matches. Um, he really put the company on his back, and uh, it, it, it took to the point to where he had to stop due to no longer physically being able to go. And uh, he really pushed himself. And uh, I just think that there was it, it when you think of twenty twenty one, Kenny Omega owned this year. Yeah, I have to fully agree with that. My my choice is also Kenny Omega for the same exact reasons. Went around multiple promotions, multiple world title belts. I mean, consistently great matches. You name it, he did it. And he, like you said, he put the company on his back and just can't say enough good things about him. Lost the title to the right person and the story that made sense. I mean, everything was done just very, very well. And um, so I'll, I'll go through some honorable mentions. Um, I I'll say Roman Reigns, once again, I haven't seen a lot of it, but what I have seen, like, clearly, I mean, he's by far the best thing that WWE has. It's, like, not even close. Um, and he he has had the championship for over a year, so, like, probably closer I to think, two now. I think we would come across really, really biased if we didn't mention his name. I mean, yeah. I think he definitely deserves to be in the conversation for sure. Yeah. Speaking of that, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, man. We were the best wrestler <laughs> of that time. Um, uh, and then uh, I'll say – Probably haven't said hook yet, <laughs> but um, but I, I, I well, in all in all seriousness, of course, Brian Danielson's name has to be brought up yep. as well. Um, I think at this out. moment in time, Brian Danielson's the best wrestler in the world. But if you're talking, if you're talking about a full calendar year, it's got to be Kenny. 
But if I'm keeping in mind, you know, he main evented WrestleMania this past WrestleMania, he was in world title uh, feuds and stuff in the WWE and immediately established himself as one of the top guys of AEW and, and a title challenger and going to draws with their best wrestlers and stuff. So those would be the ones that I feel like just have to be brought up. So um, I'll say we both got Kenny Omega as our wrestler of the year. And um, my honorable mentions, like I said, would be Roman Reigns and uh, Brian Danielson. What about you for any anyone else you want to throw out there for honorable mentions? Yeah, I'm, I'm right up there with you with those. Um, but if I had to talk about 2021, though, like I think Eddie Kingston really was up there for AEW. I think he really got uh, – he really elevated himself. And uh, I wouldn't put him at Wrestler of the Year, but I definitely think he's an honorable mention to having a really good year. Um, I'm trying to think of any others that like really come to mind. I think um, Hangman definitely had his moments. I think Hangman, you know, he did beat Kenny Omega. He won the title. He went one hour with Brian Danielson. Um, so I, I definitely think that Hangman deserves to be in the conversation. Also, my boy Will Ospreay. Still, I think he deserves to be in the conversation. From January till April, he was absolutely killing it. He had an amazing match of the year candidate with uh, Shingo. And then he got injured and even coming back from injury, he's toured all over uh, the United States and had a lot of great matches. And I would definitely put him under wrestler of the year category as well. So Nice. Uh, two guys that I can get, I get to see wrestle each other in a couple weeks in Atlanta. I'll shout them out as well. Josh Alexander and Jonathan Gresham both had very, very yep. good years as well. I wouldn't put it quite on the level as Kenny, of course, but um Alexander, I think by far was like the MVP for impact wrestling. If we're talking about that company specifically um, and dress him, dress him the same thing, but for ring of honor. So those guys really put those companies on their backs this past year. I, I think there's really like three, right? Like it's Omega Roman Reigns, Brian Danielson. And then it's based on what you enjoyed out of their full body of work and how much they contributed to that year is who you pick. And I think that's why we both pick Kenny Omega. Yep. Absolutely. So last award we got here for wrestling is the match of the year. Um, I'll start this one off. And you probably know what I'm going to say, because I've really been hyping this match up before it happened, during it, after say. it happened. Yeah, and a lot of people may not agree, but like I just thought it was the perfect wrestling match. So I'm going MJF yeah. versus Darby Allen. Like, I mean, two young guys who went out there to try to steal the show on a completely stacked show with big names. And they went out there first. The crowd was going crazy for the match. The The whole story like leading up to it with, with MJF saying he could beat him with a headlock takeover. And then like he does that to start the match and then beats him with it after he uses the diamond ring on him. Like he kept the heelness going by you, by cheating and, but still doing what he said he was going to do. And I just thought the match was done perfectly. And I thought they stole the show on a completely stacked card. So I'm going to go MJF versus Darby Allen as my match of the year. What about you? Uh, my match of the year is Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson at Arthur Ashe Stadium. I just that very rarely do we get moments where like all things align perfectly and it actually delivers the way that you want to. And not only that, it went 30 minutes and they displayed an amazing match and there was still so much more to give and we still haven't gotten that. And to me, it's just, 
it, it, it really gave the fans what they wanted and it left them wanting more to the point to where people wanted to kind of just cancel the whole hangman thing and be like, okay, let Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega run this thing back out of pay-per-view and then hangman can come in or something. You know what I mean? So I, I really think that uh, it, it really did. And it also brought out more of the serious Kenny Omega. We saw the goofball Kenny Omega a lot and, and Brian Danielson was able to really bring out the serious Kenny Omega um, and, and that was such a huge show for AEW, Arthur Ashe Stadium, like 20,000 people in New York City, uh, just so much hype. Brian Danielson's in-ring debut for AEW, like there was just so many things. And like I've said before, we haven't had a match where the crowd just seems so excited to the point of like WrestleMania 18 Rock Hogan. And before that match started, it had the, that type of electricity. And I, I just, uh, it, it's, it's everything that I love about pro wrestling. And, and that's why it's my match of the year. Yeah. And that's one that obviously that's an honorable mention for me. And that's one that I'm not going to argue at all. Like that, that was an incredible match, an incredible moment, incredible atmosphere. Who, what do you have as some of your honorable mentions? And I'll give mine. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Hangman. Sammy Guevara versus MJF. Um, I have, uh, uh, the Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks all out steel cage match. Um, that's on I also, for sure, that match. Yeah. Yeah. I also have Will Ospreay versus Shingo in April where, uh, he won the title or actually he defended the title. Um, he won the title from Ibushi, but, um, yeah, so that's on there. Uh, if I had to go female, it's definitely Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, in uh, the lights out match, it was an amazing match, and it really was like a star making match for both of them, honestly. So, shout outs to them on that match. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some, but but those are definitely. I'm oh, you know, um, Dragunov versus Walter is definitely up there. If you're gonna pick a WWE match, also uh, the WrestleMania Triple Threat match, Edge, Roman Reigns, Brian Danielson. If you're going to pick a WWE match, those are the two that, that stood out to me. Yeah, Dragunov versus Walter 2 was really close to winning for me. That's like that's my second place, if I had to choose a second place. Um, I thought the match was absolutely incredible. And it was better than their original match, really. I thought they weren't going to be able to top. Um, so, yeah, huge shout-out to Dragunov and Walter. Um, one more I'll throw out there, um, because you're a little more love to Impact Wrestling, and match that no one is talking about now, but everyone did the night of uh, Josh Alexander versus TJP Iron Man match was really good. Um, you know, they went over, they went like almost an hour and a half or something like an hour and 10 minutes or whatever it was. It was like the entire pre-show. And then the first like 10, 15 minutes of the actual show, <clears throat> just really damn good wrestling. TJP doesn't get the credit he deserves because a lot of people don't like him for outside of the ring stuff, but like, he puts on solid matches at every company he's in. Like I, I got to give the guy credit where he's, where it's due. This goes for MLW impact everywhere. He wrestles. It's like, he has really good matches. So, um, and Josh Alexander, like I said, was one of the, probably the most important person to impact wrestling over this last year. So I'll shout that out as an honorable mention as well. So I will also shout out Kenny Omega versus Sammy Callahan. That's that on my list match. too. I didn't bring it up because it doesn't, I didn't bring it up only because it doesn't really hold a candle to like Kenny and Danielson. You but know if what like, I mean? If but, you had to pick like Kenny's, one of Kenny's best impact matches, that that's way up there for me. The Rick Swan match is really good too, but. 
Yeah, I, I'd say if I if this was a, a list for just Impact Wrestling, that that would be my match of the year. It'd be Callahan versus Omega for yep. sure. Um, well, sorry, outside of Alexander TJP, but that was that was great for different reasons. That was just a really good match for that exhibition. I also title. think I also think Kyle and Adam Cole had a good match um, at the the before WrestleMania, I think it was. Whichever one it was, um, it wasn't their greatest match or anything, but it deserves a, a little bit of recognition for one of the better matches on NXT this year. There you go. That is our Pro Wrestling Awards for 2021. We're going to record some MMA awards right after this. So if you see this video, also go over and click on that one. Check out the MMA awards. And we'll see you right over there right after this. Y'all take it easy. Have a good one. And make sure to support Unkind Esports. They're helping us out. They're great people. Follow them on all social media at Unkind Esports. Check out their new website, unkindesports.com. For Steven Jensen, sorry, for Doug Bateman, I'm Steven Jensen, and I'm pointing the wrong direction. We'll <laughs> see you all on the MMA Awards.